Is the Marvels hiding a Quantum Realm secret? Welcome back to Nerdist News, I'm Dan Casey, and today we're breaking down the latest trailer for The Marvels. Coming to theaters on November 10th, the Nia DaCosta-directed sequel finds Carol Danvers, Monica Rambeau, and Kamala Khan entangled in a universe-threatening conflict. Based on the trailer, we've been able to piece together what appears to be one of the deadliest events to threaten the Marvel Cinematic Universe to date, and something that will lead directly into the events of Secret Wars. We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but if you wanna go into this movie knowing nothing at all, leave now before you see something well and truly shocking. Okay. okay, let's get into it, shall we? The trailer opens with yet another acronym, SABER, which will probably stand for like Strategic Aerospace Bureau of Earth Relations or something insipid like that. SABER is taking the role that S.W.O.R.D. played in the comics. They are S.H.I.E.L.D. interstellar counterpart, hence the synonym. That space station is a dead ringer for the peak, S.W.O.R.D.'s headquarters that first appeared in all of its glory in 2006's Astonishing X-Men number 13. You can also see that hexagonal universal neural teleportation network in the background. That's the system of wormhole-based faster-than-light travel we first saw in Guardians of the Galaxy. Nick Fury's also back, fully eye-patched up, raising questions about when this takes place relative to Secret Invasion, and if that really is Nick Fury or a Scrubstitute, which sounded better in my head. Now, I'm inclined to believe this is the real Nick Fury simply because it kind of looks like the Talus is gonna die based on these Secret Invasion trailers. As for when the Marvels takes place, it could be shortly after the events of WandaVision where we saw Nick Fury summon Monica Rambeau to space where she now uses her powers as a saber astronaut. And it seems like the Universal Neural Teleportation Network is damaged, that's what Monica's attempting to investigate. And Monica's likely able to do this safely because of how her physiology changed when she passed through the Hex's barrier in Westview in WandaVision. Clearly though, the network has some sort of connection to Kamala Khan's mysterious bangle, because the moment Monica touches it, she and Kamala swap places across the space-time continuum. More on why exactly that might be though in just a moment. If you look closely, you can see what appears to be Nick Fury's special Captain Marvel pager on the desk behind him. But Nick's first encounter with Kamala is a little fraught based on the shot of her going full Ms. Marvel mode on one of his Saber colleagues. As for where Monica goes, it appears through a cracked purple portal in the sky into a vast, empty desert. Now, this could be the Nor dimension, that realm of light from Ms. Marvel given the purple hue, but most likely it's another reality or timeline. Because we all know that once wormholes get involved, parallel universes are the next logical step. I'd explain it visually, but I don't have a pencil and paper. Just imagine it going right through the middle. There, that's, that's it. That's the wormhole. You say it don't spread it, huh? If Kamala's bangle is somehow interfering with the Universal Neural Teleportation Network, maybe it could be compromising the integrity of the existing wormholes. And with the multiverse increasingly in shambles thanks to certain Doctor Stranges, Peter Parker, Sylvie's, and Kang's I could watch, incursion events are on the horizon. These deadly events were first mentioned by Reed Richards in Multiverse of Madness. They're basically what happens when two universes find themselves on a collision course. In the lead up to Secret Wars in the comics, the only way to stop an incursion event and save a universe was by destroying the other, and that led to some seriously difficult choices. So we believe this could be the beginning of an incursion event as the wormhole or tunnel between these two universes begins to collapse. It's bringing them closer and closer together until they threaten to destroy each other entirely. Another clue, however slight, is the Marvel Studios logo. At the beginning, it initially appears as Studios Marvel, then we see a similar purple energy from Kamala's bangle, which warps it back to the familiar Marvel logo. 
Now, another clue to multiversal and quantum realm shenanigans is that when Monica uses her powers, the texture of them looks remarkably similar to the wormholes we saw the Avengers use to time travel in Avengers Endgame. So maybe here we're seeing the connection between Monica's control over the visible light spectrum and what faster than light travel enables. In the meantime, though, Monica will have her hands plenty full dealing with these jackbooted Kree soldiers charging towards her with guns and hammers in tow. And these goons will be a continual thorn in our hero's side, chasing them to Earth and strange new worlds and back again. We also see the aftermath of the final scene of Ms. Marvel as Carol Danvers warps across space into Kamala's bedroom, which is basically a shrine to her. The visual effect here is slightly different with her phasing into the room rather than spaghettifying like Reed Richards, but you get the picture. Monica and Nick Fury pay a visit to Kamala's house in Jersey City, where Monica's rocking the business casual version of her Spectrum costume from the comics. But chances are she'll go by Photon to honor her late mother's Air Force call sign. It's obvious some went down here based on the gentleman passed out on their sofa and the absolutely ruined state of their living room. And it's obvious that it goes down again when Monica faces to avoid a Kree soldier's weapon. So it seems likely that Kamala's bangle is acting as some kind of homing beacon for these Kree soldiers, but we'll explain how and why in just a bit. Kamala's holding a tablet in this scene that looks similar to the one that Bruno had in Ms. Marvel, the one that profiled her mutant powers. But this could also be a saber tool with Nick Fury's profile on Kamala and her quantum bangle, which you can briefly see on screen before she warps away. Monica also confirms that she, Carol, and Kamala are also connected through quantum entanglement pertaining to their powers. Now, the scientifically reductive explanation is that quantum entanglement is kind of like an invisible link between subatomic particles, even if they're separated by vast distances across space. And this invisible connection means that actions that affect one particle will have an effect on the other. You may have entangled with her. Hank, I would never do that. I respect you too much. Quantum entanglement, Scott. Now, the comic book explanation is that they likely just gave the negabands from the comics a quantum realm connection rather than a negative zone one. The artifacts are allegedly from the Nord dimension, according to Ms. Marvel, which is a realm of light. And Monica's control over the light spectrum could mean she interacts with them in unique ways. Regardless, maybe Kamala should listen to her scientifically informed friends a bit more because she demonstrates this principle pretty succinctly. She tries to use her powers and swaps places with Carol. For Carol, it's an awkward reunion with her BFF's kid daughter who is no longer a kid. For Kamala, it is absolutely terrifying. She's now aboard what appears to be a Kree vessel. Thankfully, Carol's pet cat Goose goes full flirkin mode to save and scare her in equal measure. Unless that isn't Goose, but another flirkin because we see a Goose-like cat in the Khan household before Kamala teleports. And that has our eyebrows firmly raised. Because speaking of Goose, we see a whole crop of baby flirkins in this trailer. And that makes us wonder if one day we'll follow the adventures of Goose's kids in the Marvel's Maverick. What's that supposed to mean? Later on, our three heroes unite to travel through the Universal Neural Teleportation Network to a beautiful Mediterranean planet seemingly ruled by Poxio Jun's princely character. But unfortunately, they're followed here by the Kree and their leader played by Zawe Ashton. This mystery villain is rumored to be Dar Ben, a Kree general who first appeared in 1991 Silver Surfer number 53. Here she appears to be holding a Kree Cosmi Rod like Ronan the Accuser. Remember him? And while she tracked our heroes down to a planet full of elaborate dance numbers, something tells me the Footloose strategy won't work twice. What are you doing? I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. More importantly though, it looks like Dar Ben has Kamala's other bangle, and she's likely hunting our heroes to get her mitts on the other one. 
But consider for a moment what we know about these bangles. In Ms. Marvel, Kamala's grandmother Aisha discovered that bangle in the ruins of a Ten Rings temple. At the end of Shang-Chi, we learned the Ten Rings were functioning as a beacon and beaming a signal to somewhere beyond the known reaches of our universe. So if the barrier between parallel universes and the multiverse is thinning, that signal could be the multiversal equivalent of the quantum satellite that Cassie made in Quantumania. After following the signal to Earth-1999-99 via the damaged wormhole from the teleportation network, Darben likely tracked them via the signature that Kamala's bangle left behind. So maybe Darben needs that bangle to save her universe from utter destruction. Or she wants to use them to destroy Earth-1999-99 to avert an incursion event because her world and this world are clearly connected via that damaged wormhole. And this could lead to one of the darkest moments we've seen in the MCU to date, the death of an entire universe because Carol, Monica, and Kamala prevail against this rogue Kree accuser. Now, the trailer culminates in a Civil War-style battle where Carol, Monica, and Kamala are battling Darben with her own hammer. Just whatever you do, don't call it a team-up. We're a team. Oh, no, 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 we're not a team. We're not a team. And one last little detail for the road, in this scene, Carol Danvers is rocking a classic comic book costume as well. Her new look here is that of Genesis Vell, the son of the original Captain Marvel, the Kree warrior Marvel. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's our best guess about the multiversal implications of the Marvel's trailer. We'll have plenty of other deep dives in the days ahead over on Nerdist, but for now, tell us, what did you think of the trailer? What do you really think is happening here? What's happening? Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.